0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Giants got together for Game 2 of their four-game weekend series. Richard Blyer started for the Marlins. They utilized him as an opener. Eliezer Hernandez followed. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
1: Well, the Giants explode offensively tonight. 15 runs, 14 hits, five home runs, and they beat the Marlins 15 to six in game two of this four game series at Lone Depot Park. It was a strange night from the get go. We expected Eliezer Hernandez to start for the Marlins and Alex Cobb to go for the Giants. Donnie decided to go with an opener, Richard Blyer in the first inning, hoping that maybe coming on in the second inning and not facing the top of the order in the first, might be just the jumpstart Eliezer needs in what's been a frustrating year for him so far. Meanwhile, the Giants had to scratch Alex Cobb with lower back tightness. So this became a bullpen game for San Francisco, and John Brebbia got the ball in inning number one. Now the Giants struck first against Blyer in the top of the first inning. Wilmer Flores leadoff single. Mike Yastrzemski walked. A Longoria fly ball to center got Flores to third base, and he would score on a ground out by Brandon Crawford a good play at second base by Jazz Chisholm robbing Crawford of what would have been a two-run single just one run scored Flores came home Yastrzemski went to third base and when Kirk Casale struck out to end the first inning it was 1-0 Giants. Brevia worked a one or not a one-two-three first he allowed a hit to Garrett Cooper pitched a scoreless first inning allowing just a single to Garrett the second batter in the first inning and into the second, it was one nothing Giants, but San Francisco broke the game open quickly against Eliezer Hernandez, who came on out of the bullpen as the bulk man tonight to give Donnie as many innings, as many pitches as he possibly could. He began the night walking Jock Peterson with one out. He hit Luis Gonzalez with a pitch. Gonzalez would have to leave the game with a right lower leg contusion. Donovan Walton came on as a pinch runner. Eliezer then struck out Jason Vossler for the second out, but he couldn't get himself out of the inning with two aboard and two down back to the top of the order for Wilmer Flores outscored 34-13 in the first inning there's a the ball ripped down the left field line in pursuit Soler not going to get it it's down for a hit around third coming home Peterson headed to third base and in there safely with the head first dive Walton it'll be a two-out RBI double for Flores to make it 2-0 Giants and there were still two on with two outs for Mike Stremsky who delivered the swing that put this one seemingly out of reach Second and third, two down. It'll be a 3-2 pitch to Yastremski. And it's blasted to right center. Garcia racing back into the alley, looking up. And it's a home run, a three-run shot for Yastremski. A four-run second to make it 5-0 Giants. Eliezer Hernandez allowing the first of four homers he would surrender in four and a third innings in this game. The second came with one out in the third inning. Base is empty. Jock Peterson. Here's the ball, rocketed to right, way out of here. Peterson up onto the home run porch to make it six to nothing. His team leading 13th of the season and another home run served up by Hernandez. Uh, At that point, it was six nothing Giants. Marlins would finally break through in the fourth inning. Jorge Soler led off with a single with one out. Avi Garcia walked. Marlins had two aboard with two down for John Birdie. A kick in the 1-2, and Birdie rips one fair over the bag at third, down the line. Extra bases. Solaire's in to score. Garcia's going to be waved. He's going to score. John Birdie in its second with a two-RBI double, and Miami's on the board at 6-2. But the Giants would get those runs back in the very next half inning after Eliezer Hernandez struck out the first two men, Crawford and Casale. He walked Jock Peterson, bringing Tyro Estrada to the dish there's a ball hit deep to left speaking of home runs Solaire turns he'll watch it go Tyro Estrada a two-run shot and it's 8-2 Giants the third home run served up by Eliezer the 17th he has allowed this year which moved him into the number one spot in all of Major League Baseball it wasn't long before he allowed number 18 leading off the sixth inning Jason Vossler 2-2 2-2 to Vossler is in the air deep down the right field line toward the corner fair ball home run Vossler fourth of the night 9-2 Giants oh, that sixth inning would be the end of the line for Eliezer Wilmer Flores followed with a single Mikey Stremski a fly ball left but Lewis Head came on in relief at that point it would finally get out of the inning he allowed a double to Evan Longoria but he struck out Crawford and Casale Casali tonight went 0-5 with 5 K's in the game for Eliezer Hernandez, four and a third innings, eight hits, eight runs. He walked two, struck out seven, 94 pitches, 60 strikes. He allowed four home runs tonight, 14th time in Marlins history. Pitchers allowed four or more homers in a game. Darren Oliver surrendered a club record five and has started course Field against the Rockies in 2004. It's the second time Eliezer has given up four in a game. Did it back in 2019, August 14th, here at Lone Depot Park against the L.A. Dodgers. So it was a 9-2 lead for the Giants at that point. In the seventh against head, they would break things even wider open, as if it wasn't broken wide open enough. With one out, Tyro Estrada, a single, he'd go to third base on a Donovan Walton double. Jason Vossler popped to second for the second out. But then Wilmer Flores walked, loading the bases. Mike Yastrzemski ripped a two-run double to right center field. That made it at that point an 11-2 game. Then Evan Longoria walked, reloading the bases for the shortstop Brandon Crawford. 0-1 to Crawford is blasted. Right center, way back. Garcia at the wall, grand slam Crawford, and it's 15-2. Fifth Giants long ball in the game. The 15 runs, the most the Marlins pitching staff has surrendered in a game this season. The five home runs, two more than in any game this year. And the Giants were firmly in command in this one. In the bottom of the seventh inning, Harlan Garcia, the one time Marlin, came on to pitch for the Giants, and with one on the bases empty, he faced the rookie catcher, Nick Fortes. As Fortes gets into one deep to left field at the wall. Goodbye, Nick Fortes, a solo home run, his first of the season. And the Marlins get a run back. It's 15 to three. Marlins pitching would not allow another run in this game. Cole Sulcer struck out two in a 1-2-3 eighth inning. Williams Astudio then got the chance to pitch for the sixth time in his big league career and didn't bring a lot of velocity with him, but he did put a zero up in the top of the ninth inning. He got Jason Vossler lined to second on the first pitch he threw. Wilmer Flores then drew a walk, but Mikey Yastrzemski in a line drive to the third baseman Aguilar, shifted onto the right side of the infield, and Evan Longoria lined to De La Cruz in right, so for Williams Astudillo, a scoreless top of the ninth, and it remained a 15-3 game as we went to the bottom of the ninth. The Giants counter with a position player of their own, Donovan Walton had been at second base, came on to pitch the last of the ninth, his first ever major league pitching appearance. We talked you through the fact that his father pitched in the minor leagues and is now the pitching coach at Oklahoma State University. Donovan Walton came on in the ninth and the first batter he faced was Jesus Sanchez. First appearance as a pitcher in the big leagues and Sanchez drives one right center and deep and out of here, a home run for Jesus Sanchez to make it 15 to four. Sanchez is seventh on the season to greet Walton jesus sanchez who coming in tonight had averaged 440 feet on his first six home runs this season the longest average home run distance of any hitter in major league baseball so far in 2022 didn't get cheated on that one either let me check the uh official distance on that one for sanchez uh the jesus sanchez home that one was a mere 399 so that'll bring the average down a little bit but sanchez with his seventh of the season Marlins then will get a walk to Luke Williams after Miguel Rojas grounded out. Nick Fortes, an RBI single. Jazz Chisholm grounded out to finish 0 for 5 tonight. Now just 3 for his last 32. We saw him fire his helmet into the dugout wall after taking a called third strike in the seventh inning. A show of frustration we haven't seen from Jazz Chisholm in now parts of three years in the big leagues. Garrett Cooper would single home the third Marlins run in the ninth inning. Nick Fortes scoring on Cooper's third hit of the game. Coop stays red hot went three for five in this one two singles a double and an rbi but brian de la cruz lined to center yastrzemski making a nice sliding catch to end the ball game giants win it 15 to 6. for san francisco 15 runs 14 hits one error six left for miami six runs eight hits no errors the marlins maroon six on the base paths tonight zach littell the winner in relief one and one richard Blyer, the loser as the opener and one Time of the ball game was three hours 10 minutes giants with the win improved to 28 and 23. they're now 15 and 12 on the road marlins with the loss fall to 21 and 29 50 games in now 11 and 13 here at lone depot park the two guys who got hit around on the mound eliezer hernandez and lewis head hernandez allowed four home runs and eight runs in all over four and a third innings touched for eight hits a couple of walks did strike out seven Lewis had then an inning and two thirds, five hits, six runs, walked two, struck out three. He allowed the fifth Giants home run in this game as San Francisco wins it. 15-6, the final score. Marlins pitchers struck out 13 Giants tonight. The Marlins and AutoNation again working together this season to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, $25 is donated to AutoNation's Pink initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, 13 Ks, $325. Our season total is now 448 strikeouts by the Miami pitching staff and a total of $11,200 headed to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative.
0: Not a good night for the Marlins. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. The Giants pound the Marlins in Game Two. Let's hear from Donnie afterwards. Donnie, another rough outing for
1: Elazar, and it's challenging here for him. Where do you go from here with him, and how do you help him get things turned around
2: at this point? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think it's hard to answer that uh, right after a game like that. But uh, we'll talk about it. See where you know what do we do? I know we've you know tried different things, uh, trying to get him going. Um, Obviously today trying to change it up a little bit and give it a different look, and, yeah, it hasn't been great. What were Giants pitchers doing to keep you
1: guys off balance?
2: Well, I thought we were okay okay early. Um, We get it back to 6-2. I think that the homer that uh, Strada hits hurts us at that point. Because you felt like, okay, at 6-2, it's I think it's in the fourth or the fifth there. It's like, okay, if we can throw some zeros up, you know, we got a chance to, you know, get a couple here and and, and be back in the game. Um, but once they get the two, it seemed like it flattened us out a little bit, and they just, they just kept scoring. And at that point, it just, it just gets, away from, it gets, it gets away from you. So the
0: buyer in the first inning, all the
2: time, when you saw the buyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, the hit, the walk, uh, the hit, you know, he just ends up getting out of that with one, uh, which was kind of okay. Um, from our standpoint, really the biggest thing about that was to really just try to help Ellie Iser in some way to get him a different look. Um, yeah, I think the walk, you know, not getting Yastrzemski or at least putting in play there um, kind of hurts him. And then back
0: to all the other decision to have him go back out for
2: a fifth inning. What well, went into it there. Well, I mean, in that game, it's it's almost like we're going to go through five relievers or four. I think that's a, is a fifth, right? Uh, so it's just one less guy we got to use tonight. Uh, and his pitch count was at a point where you're you're not like hurting, hurting the guy. Uh, it's just a matter of of somebody has to pitch those innings. Uh, we're kind of out of the game at that point in, in a sense. And if whoever we bring it out of the pen, you know, we end up hurting their chances of being available, you know, tomorrow, uh, you know, or the next day.
0: I know nobody enjoyed watching it, but when you went out to get him, it looked like you put your hand on his shoulder, Donnie. Did you have words for him in that instance? Because I'm sure Eliezer's feeling as bad as anybody when he went out to get the ball.
2: No, I just, you know, just appreciate, you know, he, Eliezer's gonna keep fighting. Right? he's going to keep going and you know I, you, you know that uh, when you leave him out there for that extra inning as you talk about that he knows he's you know kind of in a sense getting not necessarily thrown to the wolves but he's kind of taking one for the club there uh, to give us a better chance you know to win tomorrow um, and I just appreciate that you know fighting you know keep fighting there
0: you had mentioned earlier, I guess you guys kind of thought of it this morning. Last year when you guys, like, came up with, like, the opener, did you have more of a – like, more time between, like, you know, that decision or
2: – Yeah, i said I mean, we've been talking about it. We talked about it this last start too. So this is not something that we haven't, like, talked about. It's not like, okay, oh, maybe we'll try an opener. Um, but really kind of came to the – you know, we talked about it again yesterday. Um in a situation like that, are pitched out of the pen, so we know he's its not really changing a whole lot, just changes his routine just a touch. But, yeah, so then we just kind of made the final decision, uh, you know, this morning.
0: How does, I guess, you know, the last few days and tonight just affect maybe like Sunday or moving forward just for pitching and how you might have to, you know, move things around or?
2: Uh, again, something we talk about. Obviously, the doubleheader the other day puts us in a spot where we will either need a bullpen day or a starter, right? Uh, however, however we run that, and that's something that I've been talking about over the last you know couple of days. And obviously, the, the games affect. Obviously, this one affects that decision. So.
0: Yeah,
2: but I don't know what to say about that, right? Um, other than yeah it's just one of those things Now he saves he ends up saving us a guy that we don't end up having to use you know I would have had to you know whatever you use again you know another one less guy like Soul Sweet in mind we felt like he needed to get back out there uh, after Colorado a couple of rough ones there get him back out there to you know get an inning in and, and just get hopefully get a, a you know a better feeling um, you know for his last time he pitches it's he goes out and gets some out so it's not like the same feeling it's just last one in, in Colorado where you're walking off the field.
0: That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Giants last night. Miami now 21-29. and 29. Game three of this series comes your way at four ten this afternoon when Pablo Lopez goes opposite of the right-hander Logan Webb. We'll be on the air at three forty with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network driven by AutoNation.